Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, it is the Red Men podcast, the penultimate Red Men podcast of the season. Um, next week we'll be kind of wrapping things up and looking ahead to the summer. How we will feel on that podcast will be determined. Fantastic. We're going to feel fantastic. Almost entirely about what happens in the coming days. Um, yes, I'm Paul Machen, <laughs> Steve Hall, Chris Pajak, the dream team in the studio once again. Um, and we're going to be doing a um, Champions League themed draft show after this as well. So it's past week on Red Men and it's the, so we've got to get in the get into the groove. I'm looking forward to it. The, the issue I've got is that I know he's first pick. Am I? Yeah, and that really bothers me. Oh, because we we agreed who knows wins, and we got that spoiler alert. We're going to speak to recent minute. Chris beat me this week. Yes. Um, so he gets he's won the Stephen Gerrard shootout <laughs> effectively, <laughs> and that tends to be a big way. In the, but yeah, the, I'm, I'm, the difference is in this one. Can I give it away? What we're doing? So uh, yes, go on. We're going to be picking a, a team of any player who's played and won a European Cup final for Liverpool. So he has to play in the final that Liverpool won. So basically, it's the best players of Liverpool have ever had, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the, the, it's going to be usually at the end you're picking like not so good players. There's going to be 22 amazing players, and there's probably going to be five or six who don't even make the, the squad. You are just like, how has he not been picked? Where'd he be? Some of the best players Liverpool have ever had. I think it's going to be a battle of like it's going to be just yeah, two amazing teams, 22 of the best footballs we've ever had. It's, it's a different challenge. Yeah. Usually the draft side, the other way around, where you're, like, you're scraping battles a little bit this time. You're like, it, you've got the cream of the crop. It's the kind of one where one misstep could ruin your entire thing in the same kind of way. If you get, if you get someone who, who just isn't quite... You go, maybe try to. Be, I mean, I can't imagine anyone's going to try to be overly tactical on this one. Absolutely, yeah. says staring always, intently into always, the eyes of Chris Page. I, I do think I've got one advantage. Spoiler alert: people, if you haven't gone back and watched it, obviously Jamie Carragher's podcast on Redmen Plus now, yeah. and you literally sat next to him and told him you're going to have to pick him. Yeah. So I, that's I lied to his face. It's fine. Okay. Are you lied to Jamie Carragher? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell Jamie Carragher you're lied to him. You can tell him he's going to find out for himself when he watches it on Redmen Plus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's Paris <laughs> Week. <laughs> It's Paris Week here on, on Red Men. We've got a whole host of things coming up for you. Obviously, we've got this podcast, which is very, very, very Champions League themed, of course, but we did a Champions League preview special podcast. A version of this, me, Chris, and Jamie Carragher, uh, which is streaming exclusively right now on Red Men Plus. We've got some of that to come up for you guys later on in the show. There's a debate show special to come as well. Uh, Steve spoke to Phil Thompson uh, about Paris 81. Uh, that's to come. I think that's coming out tomorrow on Plus as well. Um, we've also so potentially got one more, one more 
lined up, but I'm, I'm kind of sweating on the details on that, so I won't, I won't reveal that just yet. But there's, there's loads and loads and loads of stuff to keep you occupied uh, on video and, of course, in podcast over on redmenplus.com. Right, dive into this particular podcast. Um, if you are watching us live on YouTube, don't forget you can use the live chat if you're after the fact, or you're listening on podcasting services, drop us a five-star review, it always helps. Um, the kickoff question comes from Tripod. He's changed his name. Tripod. Um, tripod, not Tripod. Was it Quadpod? It was Quadpod, and now he's Tripod. Well, no, I've heard something about him, so I've said Tripod. <laughs> um, uh, he's a club legend, uh, and he uh, he said, Real Madrid obviously is the culmination of our revenge tour on Saturday. If you could pick any opposing team from your lifetime of Liverpool fandom, uh, don't have to be Euro Giants to take revenge on and beat in a big final, who would it be and why? Uh, just a note that mine is that god-awful, scruffy Wimbledon team from 88. I still have a grumble about it to this day. Manchester United, Cantona's Manchester United from 1996. 1996. I mean, he was just a twat. He came back after all that stuff that was going on and he managed to somehow beat us. Plus, it would end like the the white suits thing and all that as well. Um, oh my God, imagine how in high, high esteem, how high esteem, how high in esteem they would be held if Liverpool won in them suits. I might have got married in a white in a, in a yeah, white yeah, suit. Yeah, like, it would have become absolutely iconic in a positive sense. Instead, instead of like, I think, who, who was it who gave us? Did Stan Collymore give us to Harvey from So Solid Crew or whatever? Like, that, they'd be like in museums, they would be worth more than anything else. Michael Thomas said to us, didn't he, when we interviewed him before the FA Cup, he said, You have still got my life in the wardrobe. And I was like, yeah, he'd be, be wearing it out every week. They <laughs> always say like it comes back around, but that too is not coming back around. Not in Liverpool, never, 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 never. Absolutely, no chance. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard to argue because I'm looking since then of people who have beat us in finals, like Chelsea, obviously in the FA Cup final. But we went, we literally got revenge on them about a week and a half ago. It took a long time to do it. Um, so I'm I'm fully agreeing with Chris. Like that that United side, we never we never really got it. By the time we beat them in a final, it was 2003, and it was it was an entirely different set of of circumstances of both sets of players. So that that's probably the one for me. I'd go with that one. I probably felt ultimately for mine karmically it all balanced out, but Athens 2007, AC Milan, the fact that we we beat them with the worst team. And then when we were the better team, and then we lost. battered them and got beat. You know, it had a night. You know, in terms of how football goes, it kind of worked out. But out, there'll be something to. Just, yeah, just go on and have a... Well, let's just beat Carlo this year. Yeah. No, it's all part and parcel of the whole thing. I think, As well yeah. to say, the answer's actually Real Madrid. Yeah. But I'd want Sergio Ramos playing and Ronaldo playing. And I'd want that team against us again. I just want Sergio be- Ramos playing. I'm not asked about Ronaldo. And be- yeah, Bale as well. And have a, go- have a proper goalie in our goal. And, and, and then... Does I'd- Gareth Bale even... Pro- does he still play for Real? Real well, he's... he's, he's- he like plays play golf. golf. He plays golf in Madrid. Oh yeah, he doesn't. A lot. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. He missed their title celebrations with a bad back. Um, so, but, but he played. He's probably playing golf potentially. So yeah, he, he's, he's, he's in Madrid and he's contracted to them. He's technically available for this final at the weekend. But yeah, I had to look. Up, I'd want Mo Salah against that Real Madrid side to get revenge as well. Yeah, let us know some answers to that if you're, if you're, again, if you're watching us live. Um, we have had Sean Hughes. Welcome. We're going to welcome his wonder kids as a member here on YouTube. Welcome aboard, Sean Hughes. Um, and we've had um, a comment in here, actually, which is really nice, from Jared Kelly. says, the podcast with Jamie was boss. That got released at 8 o'clock this morning, so that's very, it's very well, good eh? work there to get in on that one. Yeah, that is it. I said, that's streaming exclusively in video and in podcast form over Remember on Plus Podcast Pops. and Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I listen. I listen to podcasts while I have my breakfast, though. Do you? Yeah, all the time. Because like the kids are like running around and annoying me. And no, 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 no. I like so. the idea of just like slipping it on. This is peaceful zen. Comes no, over so I've got, it's the AirPods, and I have one in, so I can hear that my kids aren't like in serious Bed trouble. In your house, yeah, but also I'm listening to a podcast. I do. I am. 
that's my that's my go-to move. So I'm very much like Jay. I actually listened to it having my breakfast this morning. Did you have breakfast? I had Weetabix. Nice. Yeah. Sugar. How many? Honey, two. Honey, yeah, nice. Never I struggle. Two is like the, the, the healthy amount of Weetabix to eat, isn't it? But like two is not enough. Weetabix. Oh, I was talking about how many spoonfuls of sugar. <laughs> I, just two Weetabix. Two Weetabix. It's not going to keep you going all day. If you put it in the microwave and it doesn't crystallize, you've not put enough sugar in. That's my that's my rule of thumb on, on Weetabix. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm. I'm I was thinking I'm, 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 a prime, a lot. I'm a prime athlete compared to you. Right, yeah, we got this week's sponsor. Who knows wins? We've got Reese uh, as always on the line. Uh, once I find the right headphones to put it. Same. Um, uh, Reese, hello. Looking, looking very dapper. I was going to say, you've been delivering some milk today, yeah. my mate. I was going to say, his face is not a suit, you know? Yeah. No, I think he looks like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good morning, gents. How are we doing? <laughs> Fine, let's let's scare past that one then. Eh? Right, so, uh, Reese. Before we dive, before we dive into it, obviously we're going to do last week's results and we'll look ahead to this week, but just up top, a slight change to what we're going to be doing this week. Do you just want to talk everyone through it? Yeah, so obviously it's a bit of a deviation from the norm with the Premier League finishing last weekend. So with us involved this weekend, we're going to be doing a league just for the Champions League final. Get so it. it's eight legs of the league instead of ten. Um, so there'll be all sorts of different uh, permutations within the 90 minutes. So these questions are yes no questions they'll be within the 90 minutes anything beyond the extra time won't count so do you want me to run through them quickly now no no well just so people get a headline thing there's a little bit of change we'll do yeah. last week's results and then we'll come on to the specifics of it of course um just so we got that clear up up front the um it was a, a nice end to our premier league campaign. see it's not though mate because because you're both <laughs> to an extent yeah but also like this week it felt like six was a bad score Where's the, the cap? Because yeah, oh, I've hidden it. You've hidden the cap. No, I haven't. I've got no idea where the hat is. We'll find the hat later. But yeah, I will wear the hat at some point. Um, it felt like six was a bad score this week because I know recently going into it, like a lot of people seem to get high scores, and it? so well, I was quite happy when I saw it, I got six, and then looked at all our, our names, and I was bottom. Now someone's done me a disservice there By because the bottom of the pile. Well, because T comes after S. Yeah, and true. yet Tom has ended up in. Tom, oh, Tom got seven, got seven oh, apparently. Okay. Oh, we, Tom, so, okay, then Tom has been diddled then. Fair enough then, I can't argue. So you're bottom. Yeah. So you're unequivocally bottom. Yeah. Well, no, I'm joint bottom with Charlie and Ross. That, that, that's, that's my whole department at work. <laughs> Maybe I'm starting to rub off on them a little bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> my crapness at this game. <laughs> I'll be honest, though, I went for... I, I went hard overhead this time. I had us winning. I had City not winning. I had Everton getting relegated. And none of those things happened. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what was your... What was your Tactic, Chris. Did you go with what you with what you said you were gonna? Were you just gonna back what you what we wanted to happen? No, I that was Ross who said that. And, and me. I I I just went for City win, Liverpool win, and went down that way. How did you go? It. I did the same. Yeah. I I well I I went. Yeah. It was Ross who did the podcast with us last week. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. I went out. Yeah. Ultimately, went you know what? Really. Enjoy your seven points going against Liverpool. You traitors. Pills to win. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's fine. So in your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Karma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, you, you imagine now. Loser. Yeah. I feel doubly as bad now. <laughs> I, I, not only not only did we lose the league title, I, uh, I also lost this game. Yeah. yeah. Shame on there me. There you go. Uh, okay, then let's let's uh, let it let us go through what's going to be happening next week. Well, hopefully someone upstairs squirrels around trying to find the hat. Um, yeah. Do you want to? We can get it up. Do you want to talk through what the uh, what the what the crack is for this week? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you so. 
Yeah, guys. So it'll be the 90 minutes, the full time result at 90 minutes. So if it's no, no, it'll be a draw. Obviously, you can get the rest. Both teams score within 90 minutes over two and a half goals. So if it's two, it's under um, or it's no or yes over two and a half goals. There's three. Um, first half result, Real over two and a half cards, Liverpool over 1.5 cards, Real over 4.5 corners and Liverpool over 5.5 corners. And that is a 5,000 prize pot. Yeah, I'm. I'm, not, I'm going to level with you, Reese. I'm. I'm finding this more intimidating than the normal. So, do you want to give us a little bit of like a tip on how you think we should be going on this? I think it's the betting lines, but also it's the finals. So you've got to think like it's a final, so the teams are going to be hesitant. Do you really think that there's going to be both teams scoring? You've got to think of that sort of thing. Is going to be cagey? I'm not sure. I. I feel a bit more nervous because it's Real. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it had been City, I think it's we've played them twice, three times a season in the FA Cup. But with Real, what happened in 2018, I think we'll be a bit tentative. Do you feel the same? No. I think this game's going to be mad as a box of frogs. I think there's going to be loads of goals in this game and loads of cards for Real Madrid and not many corners for them. I am going to go... extra time win incoming. Yeah. <laughs> I said 2-1 after next time. That was my prediction on uh, the other day. I think I am... I, spoiler, I, so I, that, that means I've got to go under on the goals and stuff, doesn't it? Because after extra time, I will go over on both teams' cards. Definitely. Um, finals, tactical fouls, people are knackered just throwing up the last bit. You know, at the end of finals, you tend to be just people will be happy to take a booking, a time wasting booking or a kicking. Yeah. It's the corners one that I've got no idea. Like, corners are mad. You can either have twenty in a game or two. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I never like I never put like a bet on at the bookies with corners because it's just it's so. Hard. What's hard. interesting on this one, Reese, is like seventy six percent of people have got Liverpool to have over five and a half corners. So majority of people think that, but then on the Madrid one, it's like almost fifty. It's fifty two forty eight percent. Like no one's got a clue of Madrid. They're going to get five corners or not, which is completely understandable. Because got, I think their game plan is they're going to be they're going to be very passive and then just try and hit us in moments. So I think I might go under in that one. But yeah, it's that, that's it. But if, if you look at Real, like in the Chelsea and City games, they come alive in extra time. Yeah. So they come alive late on in games. So I wonder whether that's fed into that a little bit. Mm. No, yeah, it makes sense. It's tough one. It can it can literally just go either way. Can't but it? five grand for eight. It's I mean so. You've got to get two less than normal, mm-hmm. and you get a five grand prize pro for it. So, yeah, you know, decent. imagine I won this week. So after, after ridic- ridiculed all season, and then just whack at the end of like a Karen Benzema in, in the injury time against City. Just it like, does feel a little bit more like you, you're going on like the hope and magic than actual form, though. You know it, no, I mean? it, it absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. Okay. He's open for an Istanbul here, right? At the I'm end, open for an Everton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Shite all season. Spanked in the last game. Is that what you're yourself and then you proclaim you're the best. Celebrate. Send celebrate embarrassing, the, send embarrassing it, gifts to me and Chris that make you look like more of a knob. Celebrate. Right, Sam. Uh, Reese, uh, I believe there's a special. You've got a couple of special prizes for, for people entering the competition this week. Yeah, so for anyone who enters using the link in the description, um, we're giving away two Liverpool jerseys at random. So if anyone wants to enter, the league that'll be uh, kicking off eight o'clock on Saturday when kickoff is. Um, so I'm actually a fan of the new home jersey. I'm going to get it. I didn't get last year's one, but if anyone does like the new jersey, um, then enter and you could be within a chance of winning one. 
Yep, absolutely. We did a review on it on the channel this week. It is expensive. So, yeah, get involved. Potentially win yourself five grand. I was say, buy all you, the you want. Well, you could buy two of them. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy them for you bought one. You could buy, what, 500 <laughs> of the... Of the expensive one, yeah, 15, yeah, 15, yeah. That was horrendous, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and be skint. There you go. <laughs> um, right, Sal, Reese, thank you so much for joining us um, for, for this week. Good luck uh, to you, but obviously less luck than us. Thanks for joining us over the last few months as well, my man. It's been absolute, uh, it's been lots of fun getting the piss taken out of me. Yeah, gents, it's been a pleasure. Obviously a long-time watcher as well, so uh, absolute pleasure to be on with you, boys. Amazing, nice one. Fingers uh, yes. crossed for Saturday. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because without saying. Uh, right, yeah, uh, link uh, to download the app is in the uh, description underneath the video or the podcast. So get involved with Who Knows Wins. Uh, yeah, and make sure you are gamble aware and check all the terms and conditions. Oh, Ross has found the hat. Fuck off, And the Ross. hat goes to Steve. Look at him. Look at him, wonderful man. He knows not, you know nothing. You can't see it. You can't see the logo. There you go. Look at that. It doesn't... I know, it's... But it's, yeah, actually, actually style that. <laughs> You styled that quite well. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. a crocky Fred Durst. <laughs> um, right, so let's move things on then. Um, we've had a, we've got, we'll move things on. We've had a, a super chat coming from uh, John Lee David Blackshaw, who was an absolute pleasure to meet at our live show at the yeah, weekend. He's not a Tory. He's not a Tory at all. No. I love John. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. And he looks great. like a pirate, which he's, I love. He's great. Uh, he says, remember the LFC 5-1 Germany? Uh, this is that game, old team and getting ready for another rebrand and this LFC team, speed and skill, another 5-1 YNWA. I'd be here for that all day. I'd love it. I mean, we'll talk about it. We'll come, we'll come to it in due course. Um, we have got to uh, go back in time one last time to a couple of days ago at the end of the season. I don't really want to dive too much into it because I've been through the heartbreak. I've just seen that video from the from the crowd of them celebrating Salah's goal. And I've seen the other side of it because of the TV coverage and the guys putting the, 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 showing them the score. But they're like, they're asking... Joel Matip's literally saying to the fellow, what scores it? What's the score? What's the score? Uh, it's, and it, it's utterly heartbreaking. I don't need any more of that in my life. But I want to talk about the things that were good about it. And Chris, Sadio Mane... I mean, going into this game, we've talked a lot about, you know, Mo Salah and what have you. Having Sadio Mane in this kind of form going into this game when he's the kind of man who this season has absolutely risen to all the big occasions, um, we should be very, very grateful and very, very excited yeah, about I mean, that. You know, but for being a yard offside, he gets two brilliant finishes in at the weekend, doesn't yeah. he? I mean, the second one's absolutely beautiful, completely different to the first one, which is taken really, really well. Um, just completely surprised the goalkeeper. Great through ball by Thiago, obviously. But the way that Man, the form that Man is in right now, he's never played better for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, even on the like, you know, when he was top scorer for us on the right, when he moved over to the left hand side, I think this is his best form that he's been in at Liverpool. He, he feels like he's so full of confidence. He doesn't look tired. Um, whereas you might question, you know, Salah at the moment in terms of does he look quite as sharp as 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 anybody else? Sadio Mane looks like this is his time, um, and the world will stand up and take notice of him. Yeah, and, and you know, we we were chatting to Carrer about this about like the, the whole Ballon d'Or thing, and that he's convinced that this is actually. This is this is potentially Sadio Mane's stage looming at the weekend. Everyone's been going on about Benzema all season and and Mo Salah, obviously. But there's a chance Sadio Mane just comes in and absolutely steals the show. Can I toot my own horn? Yes. Been saying this for ages. Yeah. And I got ridiculed, mocked, lambasted. Yeah. I was I was right. 
the count moment. But not as right as James Redmond, ultimately. No, not yet. He, he was right at first. Um, I mean, as soon as they won that AFCON and then they got through that, I was like, he's in the mix. If Liverpool can go and win one of the big ones. Now, obviously, we felt, just fell short in the Premier League, but not, not, at no fault of, of Sadio Mane, he's with 23 goals this season already in, in all comps, six, 16 in the league. Bear in mind, you know, 34 games in the league. So, ridiculous. For a cent- and he was a lot of winger for a lot of that as well. He scored about 50 games all in total now with 23 goals. He's having another worldy season. But if he can score the winner in the Champions League final, having you know, won the AFCON, having got them to a World Cup, having had an amazing season with the two trophy, two other two trophies as well, he's 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 definitely up there. And I, and I, I remember when I was when I first said it, everyone started laughing at me. And they were like, "He hasn't been that good." That's why I, I was, you know, he's been rubbish. That's what people were saying to me after January. He hasn't played well at all, and I I, I don't think that was right. I don't think he'd been his best. But my take also was like, Jorginho came fair last year, yeah, and because Chelsea won the Champions League and he he helped win the Euros, like. I know they've they have, they've they've said we've well, we've changed the criteria, but ultimately have they? Like how many of these people who vote have watched every game across every? It's impossible to do it. So you're going to just look at the finals and the big moments, exactly. and that's where his name is going to be been, there. We were saying that about Salah in January, weren't we, Chris? About how we needed just some of those iconic photographs. You just need to see him do the things, and 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 I, I, while we were all looking and waiting for Salah to have them. Mane's been, yeah, <laughs> like got, got like this fucking photo book lined up already of yeah iconic moments and he's he's potentially one short of being a, a potentially a shoe in for the for yeah the I it's I still think the three of them are up there to be honest with you um, I think you can't look past the amount of goals and assists that Salah's got I think dragging that Egypt team to a final regardless of whether you win it or not is something special yeah. um, it's going to be tough but. If Salah scores two goals and Mane doesn't score a goal and Liverpool win, it, it goes Salah. If Mane scores mm-hmm. and Liverpool win, it goes and, and Salah doesn't score, it goes Mane. If they both score and Liverpool win, probably Mane edges it because of the moments. And then the flip side, the unthinkable is if Real Madrid win, it's Benzema's Benzema. yeah. name on it now. Yeah. Um, and all three of them who deserve it. There's been tons of good players. Like I'd still have the Bruyne in this mix. I really He's unbelievable. And I know that, again, but it goes back to the... It goes back to the winning stuff, doesn't it? And well, that's why they, that's why you probably won't get it. It kind of brings me on to what I don't know what I want to talk about. We've been having a, a bit of a giggle about it pre-film, and it's like the City Trophy Parade. We talk about those iconic photos, and there's now an iconic photo of Kevin De Bruyne looking out over a, well, I would say sea, but it's not. It's a trickle of humanity um, and Manchester watching the Trophy Parade. It and- looked like... He's looking out over our kids' schoolyard when it's pick-up time. Yeah. To be honest, just a few single quite busy. parents. But they're quite busy. Not really, like... He looks like Dean's Gate on a Wednesday. Like, that's what Dean's... That's what the Manchester yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a like, busy... Oh, look, oh, look. <laughs> just, instead of walking to the next shop or bar, we'll just stop for a minute and look the, at something. The thing that I found most hilarious of the whole thing is that the crowd got to walk with the bus... Like and that that for me is like on the photo it's like oh, it looks like quite a few people there. Hang on a minute, they're literally walking next to the bus. Well, is it like this isn't a, this school? isn't a crowd that the bus drives past and it, it just goes on and on and on for the same those famous the school same. photos where yeah. they had to take it in segments so one kid could end up in the same photograph four times. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were literally giving uh, walking the bus down Deansgate and then I was like, have they done them dirty? Yeah. 
Have they done them dirty? And, they've... and you suddenly have. No, they didn't, though, because you got to see the route plan and it was from one end of the road to the other. And that was it. And it wasn't even that big a road. It was about 250 metres. <laughs> right, so that's all they planned for. Like, Liverpool's is going to be about four and a half miles, wall-to-wall reds all the way along. We had more at the coach greeting. I think we had more at our live show on Saturday night. If you combine us, Tall Live and Boss Night, we definitely had more there between us yeah. on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, the night before. Or a game that ultimately led to us with a nothing so probably saw more people out being really obviously Liverpool fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Liverpool was alive on and Sunday night after the game, to be fair, it was yeah, still yeah. It, it was Liverpool was bouncing. But yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's it, Ultimately, it's quite funny, and I get the mocking of it, but like I genuinely thought, and I tweeted it because I saw the first video, and it was like it's an hour till it starts or whatever, and the buses were there, and I, I, I like I said, is this parody? Because if because I, I, I watch a lot of like exploding heads and you know, and that kind of stuff, and it's just brilliant. But it felt like if you were making a fake newscast to take the piss out of out of Man City, you'd be like, that's how that's exactly what it would look like if you were scripting comedy I, I, yeah. to describe a City trophy parade. That video was it, but it wasn't. It was actual real life the crowd is gathering he said or something and I was like it's not really a crowd is it it, it is no, literally a a, it's a literally a, a gathering of people it's a gathering of, yeah. it's, it's just to the point where if we were still under heavy lockdown they'd have been fine with it <laughs> like you mean like genuinely yeah, there's those yeah. videos the rounds now it would have been absolutely fine like, Boris Johnson yeah. Boris Johnson's had more people in his office the other day than yeah, I've seen absolutely. pictures of the next sale that have gone off well more than yeah, that like, genuinely, genuinely that, that's Primark it. on a Saturday it's afternoon in Liverpool box, is well yeah, busy box, Boxing Day sales <laughs> like you know if, honestly if there was a picture of Boris Johnson with that many people running with a glass of in champagne fact, around, yeah. ITV would have been like oh we can't publish this no rules broken and I do I know. And genuinely, the remember the um, the kit launch that Liverpool did in town, yeah. where Mignolet was kicking the balls, and we all realised he can't kick balls. Yeah. Um, that one had more people there. Yeah, they, they are what we, they a, are. a warrior kit launch for Liverpool yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. They are what they are. They are a very, 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 very good football team. One of the best teams I've ever seen. But they just haven't got the they haven't got the fan base yet. And they, what they'll be saying is, well, if we keep going for ten years, we might get it. And they absolutely they might. Will, and yeah. that's fit. And that, that that is what it is. I understand that. That's, that's why we are. Well, they get here. a fan base. We don't get a culture. That's the difference. There's, yeah, it's just it's, it's 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 just different. It is just different. Yeah, and, and and I don't think it's helped because it's like a Monday evening they're doing stuff as well. So doesn't matter though. Really. No, no, but it, but but it does. Like it, it, it made the Champions League parade that we had no five was a Thursday, yeah. and town was. It was ridiculous. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's it's just you, different. But you're right. And, and, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right in that. I'm, but I mean, for them, it matters because it's it, it's a bit like when you've booked something in the week, you've booked a, a gig or you've booked an event, and it was and it's it, you might have paid a bit of money for it, but it's, the money's gone now, and you do get you sit down after work and you're like, I cannot be fucked. I can't be. Fucked I could understand that if it was going to be busy. Right, I, I, oh, busy crowds, can't really be arsed with being in a group of people. You know it's not, Yeah. so you may as well go. But can, for Paul, you can literally walk to the front and basically speak to the players. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Have you ever tried to get to the front of the gig? It's well harder than getting to the front at Manchester Parade. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, I, so, but, but, but to the point about them is that that's the thing, is that it's not, I just don't think it's as culturally ingrained in them, it's, it's your point. So... There's a, there's a smaller group of people and then it's not like it's on the weekend and it's not in the immediate, you know what I mean? It's not, and, and again, you can't because we played sun, we played the Sundays without to be 
Diehard Man City fans are still diehard Man City fans. <laughs> and some really good ones. Just not loads of them. That's it. Because they're not even the biggest club in their city. And that that's weird because usually the best teams are the biggest club in their city. And they're just not. And they're not even close to it. And that's the difference. If like it maybe again, 15, 20 years' time, you might it might go the other way. Because yeah. if man you continue to be crap and city are good, they might change. But right now, it would be like if it would be like Everton winning well, the Premier like, League over us, the smaller team was going to be bad. 14 years since they got since the initial takeover of like yeah, like Chinawatra comes in around then, doesn't he? So I th- it was more two thousand three-ish, you know, because well, that's when they get the that's when they move to the city of the city of Manchester oh, right, Stadium okay. around Dubai around stuff's around a bit. It's been a lot of decades, it comes, so, yeah, it? exactly. But to, what I'm kind of hitting at with this is there's now from just go back to the initial takeover. You've now got a, a group of people who are heading into their teens. Who have been who have only known City having loads of money, so they do a fresh crop of locals who will, who will, who might have gone with Man City over Manchester United in that period, might have, or in their formative years, might have chosen City a bit yeah. more. But it's um, I, I, I just it's not their fault. It's not the, and it's not the fan. It's not the diehard Man City fans' fault that loads of people don't like it. It must be great to get to they get they can have tickets to any football match they want. There is something that's a bit like we're mocking them for. Having a greater ease and access to the to being able to watch their football team when we're all sat here stressing about not being able to get a ticket for the Champions League final yeah. and 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 our horrible ballots are and all that kind of stuff and yet we sneer at them for not having it. It's... Yeah, but atmosphere on the telly though than going there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not worth I, the money. Yeah. I just don't like I I don't like like manufactured fan bases like I don't that's what I but like. Waving plastic, the plastic flags on the seat, and you know, bring it. We'll provide them for you. Like, I, I don't like all that. It just doesn't feel as authentic. But I just feel I'm a Liverpool fan though, because yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, I'm ingrained and brought up. They like this is the way. Everyone, they're not the same. Everyone's different, and they're just brought up in. It, it is a little bit. I don't, I don't want to cheapen the word, me, but like. It's being a fan, not a supporter. That like, you know, like I'm a fan of this team, and I'll cheer them on. But like, it's not as like. Ingrained, does that make sense? Yeah, you will see what we see how they go, and I think this season will have won people like that. That Letico away game will have done something. You know what I mean? Because that's a big, that's a big fight. It's a different Man City moment, isn't it? And that last day of the season thing, the way they come back from hugely goals, resilient. Yeah, yeah, that 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 adds and that that win. They're the kind of things that win <laughs> your fans. But I did have a little moment where. Look, I'm yeah, but Real Madrid might have taken all of their fans that they just won. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, but I mean, I'm about to say something. When let's, we're only two years removed from Liverpool celebrating a, a league title in an empty stadium, but like seeing their seeing their players going mad for it, oh, and going nuts on that bus, and you just think, like, it just feels a bit. You could be loved somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, like you, you, your your stuff would be the you, you'd be appreciated a lot more you'd somewhere be else. Moments that like. The, the shake the world and you deserve that and that team does deserve that those players and that man and Pep Guardiola and that's why I think that he's got such an obsession with stuff because he can't fathom it because we said this through the week he's putting in all the workload he's doing all they're going through all the processes <coughs> it just so happens to do it at a football club that should be a he's been a big clubs he knows championship to first to top division side floater they should be somewhere in between in between the two they should, you know, they, they just should be. That's the size of the football club they are, and they've been given these dressings and handed all these things. And I do, I do, I did feel a little bit like, I'm, and they, I'm feeling sorry for multi-millionaire footballers, and they're made up. They're having a good time, and I'm, I'm sure they don't want any sympathy. They're well happy, They'd rather just win league titles, I guess. But you can't help but look at you. Just you know, we're just spoiled, aren't we? Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be really, really, really like 
oh, what the fuck? And when when Liverpool parade their trophies, because they've seen what Liverpool do, and they'll be like, oh my god, especially yeah. Kev De Bruyne. It would be. He's it like, would I, be I, funny. I literally support this side. I'd rather go and be there. <laughs> I don't know what. Our prem. I don't know what it would be like. If on Sunday, if we've not won the European Cup, still be better No, I, and I, 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 I agree. I suspect even us parading two trophies that we've won weeks earlier, and one of them were months earlier, we'll still have a much bigger turnout than them ju- having just on the on the last day of the season with a three-two turnaround <laughs> won the Premier League. The Istanbul thing—that's the funny thing—is that. Istanbul inspired people to jump in their cars and drive through the night to be in the city of Liverpool. It was mad. Like I had mates who I hadn't seen for ages, for like for, like, for, for, for months, who just came up had to be there. They just they literally just had they just pilgrimage. To, yeah, exactly, exactly that. And that should have they should have had they should have that because they've had the, the manner moments. in which they won it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, right, we're going to start gearing up towards the Champions League final. Um, we have got a very special podcast, as mentioned, with Jamie Carragher sat right in that seat uh, where Chris is right now, um, chatting about all things around Liverpool Football Club. But we had a good old chat about Joel Matip. Um, so here's Jamie Carragher with us chatting about Big Joel. So Joel Matip, and obviously touched him on the Canate thing as well. We'll, we'll hopefully come to have time to come to the the decision between them two. But has Joel Matip been the surprise star of the season? Are you or has he come? Has he come onto your radar in that regard? We've always known how good he is, but I don't think anyone expected him to his availability to be what it's been. But also to be able to put that level in so consistently, it's, he's always felt like the second. You know, Liverpool had three centre halves. We've all been. At an equal level, more or less, but it's Van Dijk's the star. Whereas Matip has been his level of consistency this season has been astonishing. He's been brilliant, and he's been a little bit unfortunate that it looks like almost his his position is a little up for grabs because you know Canate's record still still hasn't lost as he yet in a, in a Liverpool shirt. But I think you know whether you pick him one or the other, Canate. I'm not sure now. Maybe the extra bit of pace. Maybe because of uh, Vinicius Junior of Real Madrid, he may get the nod. But I think Matt has been as good as Van Dijk this season. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and what what's really good when the two of them are playing together is with the ball, they're completely different. Whereas Van Dijk plays with the ball from a standing position, he makes his passes where he receives the ball. That I I was like that. Obviously, that wasn't playing passes like that, but I didn't feel comfortable the way Matip does, and he goes running into midfield. And I mean. We talk about players stepping into midfield with the ball at centre back, and it gets spoken about a lot, but not many people do it. It's a bit of a Hansen myth. Hansen used to, didn't yeah. he? That was about it. It's a bit of a myth, you know. People always say Rio did it, he didn't. Hmm. Or we talk about ball, John Stones, John Stones doesn't do it. Matip is the one that stands out by a mile. He steps he actually, into the final third. Yes, he goes <laughs> in there, and it's all arms and legs. But he's you just get the wait. same feeling when when he's dribbling with the ball as Salah, like you don't really know, like no, he knows no, what I'm, he's I'm, doing. No, I'm more than I'm more you, than you, fine when Joel goes in there. Uh, no, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. He's just trying to entice someone onto him at the right time and just make that pass. And he's very good at it. Kanata is very good passing. Again, he's slightly different, and that he's. Joel Matip goes on a run and then plays a pass, whereas Canate plays the pass between the lines really, really well, whereas Van Dijk's one who switches the play. So even Canate's really good at the ball. He can really punch one into people. Uh, so we've got three centre-backs there. Obviously, you've got Gomez, who are really good in possession. But Matip, uh, when you see him coming, I mean, he's just hilarious, isn't he? Watching yeah, him play. he's brilliant. He's, he's, he's just unbelievable. But Canate was the first goal yesterday, wasn't he? It was Canate's ball into Thiago's yeah. feet yeah. in, in, the, in between the lines. But that's what he does, he just punches him. 
it's like a little um, little six iron, but you're trying to do a little chip yeah. with a six iron or something. You go poof like that, and it's off. Sounds uh, like that as well. I want, <laughs> I want to know, do, do, uh, Chris, you first on this. Does he, does he just get underrated because of Van Dyke? Yeah, because I think, and because fans... he looks funny, because he looks awkward and all that type of stuff. No, it's true because he screams at the air and the grass and everything else. Yeah, like Van Dyke's just so calm. Matip, you never get the impression that he's calm, but he is. Because the, the reason I sort of asked this because I've seen loads of teams of the year. I know you've done yours, Jamie. We're doing. Uh, I was asked for. I came up because I've been asked to do it for the overlap for t- for, t- for tomorrow because it's been team of the season and I put Matip in alongside Van Dyke, and, and I think sometimes there's a temptation people don't like to do that because he's not fashionable is he you know what I mean it, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for ridicule because there's obvious answers the obvious answer is to put Ruben Diaz in or to put Laporte or to put Rudiger or, or whatever in but does if if I kind of feel if Matip was playing at that level for another team he would be put alongside, or very likely put alongside Van Dijk in, in teams of the year. Yeah, I put Matip in. Gary Neville said the same thing again because they, they don't quite understand. I said, well, he's been as good as Van Dijk this season, and Diaz has been who I put in last season. I think I said was Player of the Year last year. He's been injured a lot, so that's why I never put him in. Laporte, I think he's done okay. He's done good, uh, but no, I, I think Liverpool's centre backs have been the two best. I really do. I like the fella at Spurs, Romero. Yeah, really like him, but. Uh, not too many other standout candidates, to be honest. But no, for me, it was pretty obvious it was going to be them two. Yeah, no, I, I agree on that. I just think it, it, it is fascinating how people. I think people like to put more players in to almost show. I've got a wider understanding of this whole football yeah. Oh, thing. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. We, you haven't watched them properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, there's plenty of people out there who do that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Madrid. Sorry, the other thing with Matip, though, like, if everyone says oh, anyone could play next to Van Dijk and that works against them as well doesn't it because mm-hmm. yeah. it can't we've just got three exceptional centre-backs maybe four if you want to include Joe Gomez in Which, there yeah, I think we should, same yeah. as you know I'm, I'm like you Jamie I think he was just as good as Virgil better first half of the season by the way when Virgil was still recovering when we won the Champions League he was the best centre-half of the club in those last six weeks of the season as well like when Liverpool have gone on and done special things he's been a massive part of it nearly gets a goal in the Carabao Cup final some really important goals over the last couple of weeks same as Canati by the way mm-hmm. massive important goals that's what you need to you know Van Dijk hasn't had those moments actually towards the end of the season has he in quite the same way as Matip and Canati mm-hmm. have been able to yeah, yeah absolutely yes get yourself pumped for Paris with our Jamie Carragher podcast special streaming right now on Redmen Plus in video and in podcast form you can get all the extra podcasts from all of our studio shows in your native podcasting app as well and we had some discussion about this even things like this Slightly more ad-free uh, over on there as well, in that it doesn't have all the YouTube uh, pre-roll and mid-roll and all that kind of stuff. Like So yeah, all that stuff is available. You can get all of our content in one place over on Redmen Plus. If you're on YouTube right now, scan the QR code or just head to redmenplus.com. Uh, we've got so much lined up for you guys and it doesn't stop in Paris. It carries on. We've got all the post-season content wrapping things up. We've got an amazing documentary as well uh, talking about Divock Origi's legendary moments uh, with some of the people who were closest to it around that time from fans and we've even got a particularly iconic commentator uh, involved as well for that uh, and one particular Liverpool legend who may or may not have been the guy that I've just been promoting a podcast about um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah get over to Riven Plus uh, we love it and if you want to support what we do too then you can do that but we give you loads of content in return deal deal right <clears throat> 
let's before we crack on specifically to the Champions League final, I do just want to talk very briefly about Divock Origi. Chris, um, it looks like I mean he's, he's been given his send off. Um, whether he will be available for the weekend, we don't know. Uh, it would be you know wouldn't mind one more Divock moment. I would prefer not to have one more Divock moment if I'm honest, because it means that we've probably won the game quite well. If that's the case, um, I thought it was lovely and it was it was it was really interesting how it was framed and how they talked about it in the ground. It was something that Jürgen very much wanted. Jürgen the and the players yeah, very much wanted, and they were very keen to stress the Liverpool legend Divock Origi. There will be people question that because I, I don't know the legendary status thing is very odd. There's, there's no hard and fast rules over it, but I'm all in on the idea that Divock Origi is a Liverpool legend. Yeah, and it, it, I think Coltero can be a bit derogatory at times, yes. and I think that's what they wanted to stress that it's 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 not that it is a legend. Um, the moments that he's had in a Liverpool shirt that he's given us as fans deserves that tag, really, doesn't it? And I was well enough, mate, to be honest with you. I was really surprised how emotional I actually got in the ground. And I wasn't the only one that I spoke to who felt exactly the same. And even when he was coming out, um, you know, I, I was well enough. But when he was walking in front of the cop, I found myself going again and having to, like, choke back tears and stuff. And I was like, what is going on here? Why am I like this? Yeah. What, what is it? It's been it? an emotional day as well. It had been a very emotional day. A couple like, of days. A couple of days. But I didn't expect to feel like that. And that's... Sometimes you don't know until you're in the situation. Like, I, you might get this thing as well. You know, I watch other sports and stuff like that. And I watch two teams that I don't really find myself particularly thinking I'm going to support. And then all of a sudden, I'm cheering for one team and not another. And I'm like, oh, this is how you feel. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of what the Divock thing was. I, I was going to, I thought, oh, you know what? It's going to be sad to see him go. And then by the time it was going on, I was like, I really don't want him to go. <laughs> I really don't want him to go. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I mean, <clears throat> what a great story for him really you know it's a shame that he never quite got to become I think I don't think he's I think he has fulfilled the potential I think we all felt he could have done when we when he joined and we certainly started to see the best of him against that obviously I disagree with that right from the from the point of I'm going to frame it like this I think when we bought him he was going to probably play in a two up top and I think he could have fulfilled his potential I think he's exceeded his potential in a 4-3-3 system where he doesn't play games yeah yeah yeah, Do you know what I mean? So I agree with what you're saying completely because when we bought him, I thought we thought he was going to go to the top, like you know what I mean, and really score 30 goals a season, and he didn't do that. So I completely agree with what you're saying, but I don't think he fit what we do. Yeah, yeah. And so we, what we, he's managed yeah. to do in this Jurgen Klopp side it's, it's very has much, actually fulfi- more than fulfilled it. Yeah, he's fulfilled his role outstandingly, hasn't he? I think it's that thing of I, we'll never know now. You know, he, he was on a real, he was on a great run. You know, he gets that injury against Everton, and that, and it's never quite the same. And, he, and it looks like his Liverpool career is done for him to then come back around and then have that hand in eighteen, nineteen, and several very important hands in eighteen, nineteen today, and then to still be able to contribute big moments again. Last season, we were like, "Well, that's him done. We've had everything we're ever going to get out of him." And then to come back again this season and still have still have impacts in games. That, that's why he's a, a Liverpool. If David Fairclough's a Liverpool legend. Divock Origi's a Liverpool legend, and I agree with Chris that the cult hero thing is is a bit of like just lads we loved who maybe it's a way to show love to lads who actually didn't succeed at Liverpool. It's Titi Kamara, exactly. It, that's a that's a cult hero for me. Yeah, like, and Divock well better than that. And yeah. Ego exactly. Yeah, well, obviously we know we're doing the moment documentary. Say the moment I can't. That's what he is. He, I don't think he was ever. A great player. I think he's a player who provides us with great moments. Yeah. 
and that can make you a legend. Like, I mean, you, you only have to do a couple of things to make yourself a hero, and he's done more than enough. Like, say, looking at, like, he scored a few goals for people, like, from Peter Crouch. He scored the same amount of goals, like, Jamie Redknapp, less than Danny Murphy. But, like, go back and name the iconic goals. Though. Like, you, you're never getting one. You're never getting a European Cup final goal, two against Barcelona, and then the semi-final. Last-minute winners everywhere. It always felt, that's, that's the difference. It's like, the moments he gave us are just, that's what he'll, he'll go down for. And listen, if you score two goals in that game, the, probably the greatest night of our history in terms of European home nights, of course, like you're going to be remembered forever and ever and ever. Like He just is. And rightly so. He's, you know, 15, 16 when we signed, 15, 16, 16, 17, I, th- I felt like he, w- he was about to become the next big thing. He was a young kid and he, he had a lot to his game. The ch- Obviously, we have a change of manager around that time to a guy who didn't sign him. It feels like after the injury, Jürgen just doesn't fancy him. He's getting loaned out. He's he's in the cold. He just he just appears and the Pickford goal happens and he's back in the fold. He, he just goes on from there. So I like that he came out afterwards and said there was, there's been a misconception almost like he doesn't give a fuck like he's playing on. I was like actually I was really annoyed that I wasn't playing much, but because of my character and what I wanted for the team, I never kicked up a fuss per se. He believes he is where he's meant to be. You know what I mean? In life, he's a very he, and that's one of the reasons why I think Jürgen loves him is because he's not like he doesn't he doesn't get sucked into other people's expectations or perceptions or whatever. He's got a, a, a devout belief in himself and his, his his like role to play in the universe or whatever, which is a bit bit much for football. But it is that that's why he's so. Well, if he was happy content. to sit on the bench, he wouldn't be at Liverpool under Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, he wouldn't be. because no. yeah. Jürgen doesn't like that. He yeah. wants people who are pissed off. If he was not crapping, playing. yeah, exactly. If he was crapping, saying he wouldn't be, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, and I've, I've said, I was like, oh, he, he looks like a lad who's just happy to be about, and he'll get a game when he wants, and he's sound with it. But actually, I love the comments that have kind of proved that. I said, no, no, I wanted to play. Yeah. I was annoyed, and I, I, I speak to the manager. That's why I weren't playing. It was just a, basically he, he, this is what he was kind it's of going to the Champions League. Well, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what I think <laughs> yeah. is brilliant for him. You know, he goes out on loan to Wolfsburg. They change managers. I think and it doesn't work out for him. We bring him back, and everyone's like, "Well, that's him done." You know, what are you going to get for him? Buttons. You know, and he's not going to contribute to Liverpool. He's not at Liverpool's level anymore. He has those iconic moments. He's, and you know, you don't go out on loan. And then come back and, and have a Liverpool career. You know, he, sh- he should have been following the the Andrew Warren and path or the Echolari path. Any, any number of footballers we've had, we haven't cut the mustard. We can't sell them, so we loan them out, and then that's them done. For him to come back and actually be more iconic after that for Liverpool, and then as you mentioned there, Chris, which is really which is really good for him, and why I'm so pleased for him. He's gone and got him a big move. You know, AC Milan are now back to the top of the pile again in, in Serie A. Isn't it, Chris? Sorry, and Paul as well. That. He's, he's 27 years old going to AC Milan. Like, that, a lot of players have made that move in the past, but it's like more, a massive move. Yeah. He, 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 we, he's been here so long because we signed him when he was a kid. He's been here, like, saying, what, seven seasons now, I think I'm right in saying, and he's only just turning 27. He's now at, at the age of 27, where he, he probably feels like his peak years. He now goes to the Loads Champions. in the tank as well. Going to the Champions of Italy. Like, That's it's, a, it's a massive move. Like, he's not like some washed up over the old fellow who's 35 and going for a payday. Just last Ali Brimovich. I know. But he's, con- he's contributed there as well. Mm-hmm. But Divock's going 8 27. It's set up for him to go and have. He could have. He could have five years at AC Milan. He, he, he could become an AC Milan hero as well. Like, yeah. it's that. He could. He could be a hero for two of the most iconic football teams in Europe because. He's got that much time. He isn't just going for like one last hurrah. Potentially, he's got another career ahead of him, mm-hmm. a whole new chapter for him, yeah. and that's amazing for him. And I'm, I'm made up because I said this for the last two transfer windows. Some good, a good club, or even a a, a bang average Premier League club, should have been 
battering down the door at Liverpool Football Club and going, give us Divo Harigi what do you want how much do you want for him because he's a goal scorer and I'm yeah. convinced <clears> that he, if he gets if he gets utilised correctly and our team is played to his strengths Arsenal should have been all over Divo Harigi they're about to sign Gabriel Jesus aren't they like after the league should be all over him I'm I'm just amazed <laughs> I'm just amazed they're not and he wasn't but fair play to him Maybe, well Wolves wanted him didn't they and that didn't come through like and now he's going to AC Milan like, champions of Italy story club and <laughs> I stuff I love that I genuinely love that like so that's the point there's just something about that you know like he's not going to Wolves and he's not going to he's going to one of the iconic football clubs on the on the planet I don't know what's next for him he might just go on and be more of the same but as far as like if you're going to send someone off with your best possible wishes and feelings. A lot of our cast-offs, again, with all, I'm not disrespecting clubs yet, but like Andy Carroll got shipped out, he ends up like West Ham student. Like, you know I mean? like, yeah. Good teams, but they're not the champions of Italy playing Champions League well, football next year. I know, and again, it's a different case because of where they are in the careers and injuries and that, but like Daniel Sturridge has, has struggled to get a game ever since. You know, He's over, obviously over in Australia, not pulling up trees over there at that point. Divock, you're right. Am I right in saying Divock played in the home? Did he play in both legs against Milan? Yeah, he scored against them. He scored in the San Siro. Yeah. And he, he set the goal up at home with a little the amazing little chip over. Remember that from like nowhere, just a little dink over. I think Mo Salah gets on the end of the scores. Yeah, so they, they, they've, they've seen him first hand. Yeah, and, seen, and the players, you know, the same way that our players had a look at Minamino and were like, "Who's that lad there?" Like, you know what I mean? You're going to do anything about so you're this? Saying that Phillips to AC Milan nailed on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, and I'm not sure that he did go to a team in red and black stripes. I'm not sure that club's got another space for another Berezi. Yeah, to be honest, um, they don't want to ruin Berezi. that legacy. Yeah. Maldini was on the phone saying, "You, I can't afford to have my legacy overtaken by this fella. You're gonna have to knock that one in the so, head." Um, right, cool, boss. Farewell, Dimitri. <laughs> yeah, we've got an amazing feature lined up. I said coming on Redman Plus uh, in June. Um, so, I, by yeah, the way, very quickly, I, I hope we get Divock in the final. I'm hoping I wouldn't like anything more. Next year? No, like, well, like next week. Like, oh, we, sorry. If we get on and plays and scores. Okay. Yeah, you you said you don't want to dig off because it means something's gone wrong. It didn't. It, it didn't last time, I won it. Get him on. Get, true, I, true, true. Get true. get him in. He's five so, but I really it could it could be the opposite. It could be going really well, and you give him a proper send off to the point final. that we've got. If he's getting on the pitch. No, no, I get, I get what you're trying to say, but it means that there's uh, something wrong also, with, with with one of Salah, Mane, Diaz, Firmino. You're looking at it all the wrong way. Yeah, I'm looking at it the wrong way. We're four nil. Yeah, we're four. We're four. And he goes, "Yo, we'll go. You've got your time will come." Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And he gets a guard of honour as he comes onto the pitch. Real Madrid players just bowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gareth Bale's there on the sidelines in his golf hat. Do you think it? I just it's something that occurred to me on the day I've not talked about. Does it? Do you think the fact that we didn't do anything for Milner suggests that he's going to sign a contract? I was speaking to Sam Walker yesterday. Crying, he? I spoke to Sam, and Sam said he was very emotional in front of the cop, um, and he wondered whether, whether that was just a heartache of what we obviously what been through, or he might be off. Like, I don't think he would want that. Mm. Uh, to be honest, he might get something. Di- he, he, I don't but know. It's like it. how I people think, don't want birthday oh, parties, but you, you, that's the person you throw a birthday song. party for. That's yeah. probably why I was crying. Yeah. How have I still not a, got a song here, lads? Lalana kind of got the in- exit interview thing, didn't he, and all that cancelled because the, the way that all panned out with, with, when he was leaving, like literally, he wouldn't play him in case he got injured, kind of thing. Yeah. I reckon Milner's just that bothered with the Champions League final, and then we'll cross that bridge. And to be honest, I don't think a decision's been made, and I think that's probably it. With Divock, we know. Yeah. I don't think Milner knows, and I don't think Liverpool quite know yet. So I, I think, think Milner might need reassurance of his game time, because I think he's proven over the last four to eight weeks that he is probably still better than 
the minutes that he's getting. Yeah. And he's probably said, yeah, it, it, that's it. well, I spoke to Neil Jones on Genoa Insights last week, I think, and he basically said, Milner will stay if he can if he can play. He's good enough to play every game in the Premier League for somebody. So do you want to be and Carvalho's coming in and there's there's movement around Liverpool. There's talk of a shoe and or whoever it is. He wants he wants. Uh, he may have just had shoeing. Shoeing. He may have just found out that Leeds stayed up as well, yeah. and it was an emotional day yeah, for him. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. that. He, he loves Leeds. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, on to the Champions League final then. Um, they're into dream once again. It's funny, isn't it? Because I was very much like this was the dream draw you know, Benfica, Villarreal, and my God, we've somehow ended up with Real Madrid in the final. Um, but now we've got to live it, Chris, and that's a very different the, the confidence that I have. What you know, what, what where I, why I'm struggling a little bit with this, and bear in mind, you know, we're, we're days out from this, so I, this will this will change. I'm still in that interim period between the end of the Premier League and, and the Champions League, but I was so, the the story was so well written out for Sunday for us to win the league that I now feel really unsure about my feelings and stuff. And, I, and all it's done is remind me, of course, that stories are only written when stories are written. They're not written beforehand. You, you get to, you get to pull back on things when things actually happen. But there's just this is equally a good story for Real Madrid for this as there is for Liverpool. I to get it's about two teams of two teams playing a game of footy. It yeah. We I'd rather have them in the final than Manchester City. That remains true. Getting past them still going to be a still got to be a thing. Yeah, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a mad game. I really believe that. I, I do think it's going to be crazy. I don't think it's going to go to the game plan that we want it to go to. Uh, I'd be really shocked and surprised if it does. I think what Liverpool want is to dominate the ball for ninety minutes and probably run out two 0 winners again, like when we played Tottenham. I think what's going to happen is, you know, we've just been speaking about Divock and, and his moments. Madrid are the same. They're all just about individual moments of brilliance that can break a game apart. Um, the two sides are actually set up 
very well to complement each other's style of play as well. Um, so Madrid will feel like they can get success where, you know, I think they'll be looking maybe at the Wolves game and going, our players finished their dinner in those situations. If you're going to give us two one-on-ones with Alisson, yeah. we back our players to score those goals. Yeah. Um, what I don't feel like is they were as good defensively as some of the sides that we come up against week in, week out in, in the Premier League. So I think Liverpool players will be like, they're not a park-the-bus side. They're not used to it. If we take the ball off them, we can score goals and we can do a better job of finishing than Manchester City did. Um, so it, it, really is in, it really is an interesting game. I believe Liverpool are the better side. And I believe if Liverpool play this game ten times, Liverpool win it nine times. Yeah. We just need to hope that it's one of those nine times that we get at the weekend. Like, I think Carlo might tip his hand at the weekend because he picked in what's essentially a meaningless game, a home to El Betis, and he picks a side, and it looks like he's getting them ready for the champ. It looks like a Champions League final team. Mm-hmm. So Rodrigo and Junior flanking Benzema. He didn't make changes. He didn't rest anyone. He picked essentially what I think the team he's going to pick. So Militao and Nacho, I think Liverpool would look at that and think we can get at that. Yeah, um, definitely. Do you know what I mean? And they'll be looking at. They'll be thinking. Robertson and Trent get high, Rodrigo and finishes, go and get on your bikes kind of yeah. thing. So both, I actually think both sides will be quite happy tactically going into it with what they're going to do. You're, I, we'll have more of the ball. It's they, they'll be happy for us to have more of the ball. It's going to be interesting whether, again, how Carlo <laughs> approaches it. He'll do and nothing and just raise his eyebrow. And well, like, I, 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 this will be on one point there, Steve, and that's they, I don't think they'll be happy. I don't think they could get the ball off City and that was a problem for them. They don't get pressed like Liverpool and Man City press teams in the La Liga. Yeah. And whenever they've come up against the side that presses... they call actually, it in the La Liga. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Um, the The Liga. The The Liga. So I think for them, they just didn't know how to deal with it when when I watched them play City and they didn't know how to spring it and they didn't know how to string any passes together. Well, That's the only point I disagree on. And there's a bit... There's a bit of thing with how he's approached those big games, how he approached like PSG away and Man City away was supposed to be very similar. It was they're not going to throw the kitchen sink at them. They're going to stay in the game because, of course, their their mission was to get it back to the Bernabeu close and trust that we can then turn it on when we need to. But how, whether whether they do that, but they, they shrink that two two legs worth of football down into one leg and say, do we do we stay in the game for 45, 60 minutes and then? Throw, and then and then spring a surprise. That team that they played at betters doesn't necessarily feed into that by putting the two obvious fast lads on the pitch from the start. Yeah. Whereas obviously they keep Rodrigo in in, in reserve, don't they? Against against City in particular, um, he's kind of forced himself in. Because I like Valverde; he's been good, but I think Rodrigo since over time. But the flip side is, like we're talking like the moments and stuff. But Man City only conceded twenty six goals in the league, same as us. They put six past them in two games. They, mm. they, they can score goals. They've yeah. got goals in them. Yeah. They've got a great goal scorer. They've got two amazing young wingers who are finding the back of the net more often now. So they're, they're a massive threat. I think, I don't think they, if, if, listen, I, I, the point was like, I don't think they'd want us to have the ball in an ideal world. I think they're now prepared for the fact that, you know what, Liverpool are probably going to have the ball. So Takala will know that. And he's done jobs on us before with, with a variety of teams. Like Napoli did a job on us. AC Milan side kind of did one on us a little bit. Obviously, Everton done a job on us a different Liverpool side, but he knows his shit. Like he knows what he's doing, and he, I, he, I trust that his game plan will be a good game plan. I trust that ours will as well, and that's why like, with Tottenham it was it was just miles off because I've got to be careful. I say this, but like we have well well better players. I'm just a well better club. Mm-hmm. Like this time, I still think we've got better players, but we're against the giants of a club. Yeah. You, you referenced I'd rather be playing City. I'd rather be playing. Play you'd rather not be playing City, rather than Madrid. 
Madrid's players, I agree, but like the, the Jamie Carragher said in the podcast, it's the Real Madridness of them. Yeah, they, they they've got this just unbelievable winning mentality and not never say die, all that kind of stuff. We've got it, and it's really hard to quantify that, and it's really hard to explain that to teams who haven't got it. Yeah, like they'll ask me what it means. I was like, it just is. It just is a thing. It is. Liverpool have got this in Europe. Real Madrid have got this. So if you could have put the Manchester City players. In the Real Madrid kit, they'd be the best team of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that, that's where we're at. Like, the, the, the mentality they've got is unbelievable. Do we think that not winning the Premier League's had a, a bit of pressure to this one? I do, yeah. I do. No, I don't think so. You know, I think it's freed them again. I think they know what the job is going to be. You know, they're not. I think there's more stress if you're going for quadruple, personally. You know what I mean? In, in some ways. You're playing the perfect game. You're playing for the perfect game. You know, it's all boils down. It's quadruple one quadruple season, quadruple. something that nobody's ever done in their life before. I like the fact that they didn't win it in, in some ways, you know, because they go in there and go, this is how we make it a historic season. We know how, how we do it. We know that we'll be disappointed. And I'm talking for the players if they just walk away with two, two trophies. Whereas you're playing for the quadruple, you can do something historic. You've still done something great. You can you can argue it both ways, can't you? I think for, it's for more me. Pressure. For me, I don't think it is. I think you know you can look back at the narrative of last time we lost the league by a point, and you know everything else that happens a couple of weeks later. They've been through this before. The the pressure shouldn't really be on Liverpool regardless. I could argue both ways. I personally feel like they've freed a little bit from it. No, I 100% disagree. I think there's huge pressure on it now. It's, just, it's not... I'm not disparaging the FA Cup and, Champions, and the Car- Carabao Cup. I mean, I, I maybe I am because I couldn't remember what they were called, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's huge pressure because I think to have a great season, you have to win one of the big two. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had a great season up to this point, but history doesn't look kindly upon failures in finals. And it'll be, it'll be the one, two domestic cups, and he fell short of two hurdles. And that's what I think about it. I think there's massive pressure on it. Remember, did our league champions remember? Yeah. They've won a big one this season. We haven't yet. So I think it's massive pressure. I don't think Liverpool will mind that pressure. Mm-hmm. I think they quite enjoy pressure. They, they, they tend to do quite well with pressure. But I think it's, I think there is. I, I think, think it's, it's exter- I think it's put external pressure on whether the squad feel that or not. We can't know. And it's more because we hype up the Champions League and the Premier League. It might be so they're the two they're the two biggest ones you can win. But you know, it's one of those things for a number maybe for some of the players you if might like for Salad or for Manning, for me, you know, whose futures are a little bit up in the air, maybe it adds more pressure because you want to go out and win that one, particularly for most salad who you get who's, who's desperate for that iconic moment for his own, you know, for for his own Ballon d'Or chances we've touched on. <laughs> as far as Liverpool go, it's not the end of the world. We, we just—I think it's probably after some of the fan base are a bit worried about the external pressure of like the banter because we're already seeing it, like people laughing because Liverpool didn't win a quadruple. Like, oh fucking Crimea, fucking river. That's not really, it's not really, not really the one that is it. If you're gonna try and wind Liverpool fans up, oh dear, we came within a goal of of winning, of having a treble already banked before going to the European Cup final. But there is that of like it'll it will feel like weirdly feel like failure if Liverpool don't if Liverpool miss out on the league and then the Champions League in the final two games of the season. But I think that's more I think that's more on us. But when you look at it, you know, for these players, it'll, it's just more they've added silverware. You know, when we look back at the era of Liverpool over uh, over Cox they've now tenure, won everything. Exactly. City players can't say that. Yeah, they've not won everything. That's a good you know point. what I mean? I, 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 I put, feel it now. But I think in two three me, years time, I don't if think you put yourself as a player, I think what happens is you've got to balance off pressure versus desire. I don't think the pressure of winning the European Cup is anywhere near the desire to make up for not winning the league. 
And that for me is what's more important as a player that are right there going into the final is we can we've got to fucking do this. We are going to do this. It's how they react, I think, to that game. Because there's no escaping that this is the this is the revenge mission against Real Madrid. Mo Salah's been talking about it. You know, Trent will know about it, Robbo will know about it, Virgil will know about it, Matip will know about it. The, the loads of those players are still here. You know, he's still talking about the vast majority of the of the of the starting eleven, and certainly probably the sixteen that would be involved on the on the day. It's how they how do they treat that? And Jurgen Klopp, of course, is the master of turning pressure, stress, and aggression into isn't this great fun? Go and show what yeah. you can do. And if we if we treat it like we treated the first forty five minutes against Wolves of gotta go out, gotta win, gotta go and show them, gotta go and show everyone that we're better, instead of spending thirty minutes just playing the game. And then, and then realizing we, I always use, we always refer to the um, to the Incredibles that we Chris of, of Dash, and that moment of you're running, you're running, you're running, and then that realization, I'm fast enough to run on water here. Go, I've got more levels to go to. Go and play the game. Go and match Real Madrid and go and stack up. See how you stack up against them, and then once you've matched them. Have you got another gear to go to? And have you got another gear to be, Can you take the game away from them? That'll be interesting to see whether we do that. Do we come and blitzkrieg them in, in 15, like City tried to do? Or do we say, this is a 90-minute game of football? I think we go big early. Really? Like we did to Chelsea, like we did to City. And yeah, and because they are a moment's team, and the longer you leave Real Madrid without cutting their head off them, that you know, cutting their head off the snake before you kill it, like you've got to kill it, and you've got to kill it, and you've got to stamp on it and do it early doors. We did that with Manchester City in that in that semi final. Been there a moment's team, and we've got a slightly concerning recent trend of just conceding, conceding, early. Early, conceding early goals. I think we're, I think we're going to go heavy early at them and just try and I do think that and. Going back to the bridge, by the way, there's never a Champions League final without pressure for whatever reason. Tottenham's team are under massive pressure because they're never, probably never going to get there ever again. Yeah. It's weird, for the, it's different because like this is our tenth one of these. You know, there'll be fellas who've and ladies. These third. Yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, still yeah. Been for three. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're spoiled. You know, up into what ten of these now. There'll be again men and women who've seen them all, been to them all. Like, you know, in a, in a there'll be could be sixty years old and been to them all. It's it's it's. But as a, a footy, it feels like a player. Proper, it feels like a level pegging in its own sort. As level pegging as you're likely yeah, to get. Because two it? giants, and the flip side is, if you're a player, like the guy, there's no guarantees that yeah, they get back here. Like you, you reference it, Manchester City been to one, and they're amazing. So there's never no guarantees that you're going to get back. So I think there's always pressure. If you're, you is want there more be, pressure on Real Madrid's side because of that. Because let's be honest. I mean, no, no one expected Real to get here, and that's a little bit what their story is, isn't it? It, it feels the like the last that as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Though, at the same point. and, and there's always the point to play for Real Madrid, though. But yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But to the point of like, I think about Fernandinho against Chelsea, the title, Liverpool's title winning season, and he's gone beyond his level. The game's gone beyond his ability to impact the game, and that's what Liverpool are maybe playing. That's where pressure comes in, of where all of a sudden Benzema, Cruz, Modric. Slightly less Casemiro, but Casemiro, are maybe in situations where you want to. It's 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 all or nothing, and they can't because they get you know, they're the players who are getting taken out of these games now when it starts to get to the heavy it's, intense it's, part. It's so mad because like the lads who come in have got no pressure on them because they're coming in and the two goals freaking behind, and the brilliant lads can't get it done. So that's why they yeah. seem to have such a mad impact because yeah. there's literally the play with nothing to lose yeah. at that point. Um, it's so like it. For Real Madrid, there is a pressure that comes with playing for Real Madrid. It, it must be the biggest, hardest place to play your football yeah. anywhere in the world. When it's gone badly, if it goes badly. When it yeah. goes badly. Um, 
Second to fail, like a massive failure, isn't it? That, yeah. that, that's different. That well, that, different. Well, Carl Ancelotti gets sacked, doesn't he, for when for winning does he win the league? Does he <laughs> do a double league, league do a double that season or whatever? And then, you know, wins the league and gets gets yeah. There's plenty of managers like that have been that down. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Be interesting to see that thing of because I've said this before and it's the big, it's, it's the looming story for me is that they've got this whole one more one more time. Benzema's rolling back the rock, rolling back the years. It's not that Galacticos Real Madrid side, so I can't help but feel it. It's got a little bit of a shade of when we played them in 0809 and they had these guys. They go, no, these guys are the absolute stars, but it wasn't quite the level of team that it was. They're somewhere in between two teams. The next Real Madrid isn't quite ready to be the starters, and the old guys are still there doing it, who are still incredible. I look at Luka Modric playing that semis in the quarters. Like we're gonna leg him. It's unbelievable. We're gonna leg him. Well, I hope so. Yeah, and that, and that's what we'll play, and that's the point. But of course, it's not like our midfield are a bunch of spring chickens either. Like you know, at the, be- <laughs> at the best of times. So. back to it. So Ancelotti, he won like four trophies in fourteen. Don't think he won the league, but he won like the European Cup and he won a load, and he was gone in fifteen. Because yeah, like the, the the standard is absurd. He's won the league title this year. He should be all right. I think he'd be fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's, this is different. It's, it's usually you've got like there's an underdog or like a smaller club per se, or you know this is two giants. This well, is they, massive. They're a bigger European football club than us, and they've got guys who they're experienced guys are more experienced than our experienced guys. Yeah, but our team is very much in the prime in its prime. And their team is as a bit of said, transition, is, some, is, is very much in a, in, a, in, a tra- in a transition. So to your point, and that's what we were saying all along. Liverpool should, and Chris point, Liverpool should beat Real Madrid in a game of football because they're better than Real Madrid across the across the pitch, pretty much. But it's and that's why it's exciting. It's exciting, it but it's also incredibly nervous as a result because I, I look <laughs> going into Tottenham Hotspur, you just like. They a, know stress that, they but but yeah it was but they knew their role. In they that. had they had to play exceptional. We had to have an off night. Liverpool could play really good and still lose. Like AC Milan, similarly, you can just lose it when you play well. I think sometimes we overestimate. Like, we're talking about transition. Like Tony Cruz is only thirty two. Casemiro's yeah. thirty. It's only really Modric. Yeah. Modric is thirty six. Like you know Henderson and Milner. If they if they both start, which is a good chance, are going to be old. You know, it's yeah. very similar. So it's, and obviously Benzema as well. He's what now thirty four. But like it's not that much different, really. It's it's, it's the Modric and Benzema ones. They're kind of the outliers. Yeah. Our midfield could have two lads old. You know, it could be. So you don't want to write it off too early. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be such a good game. It's it's, it's there's, there's a million storylines, a million of. There's them. a one little storyline brewing, and I, we're, we're going to do some. But we've done we've done quite a bit on this already. Maybe you can do this on the build up show, Steve. But you know, obviously, there's the headline stories, the Salah, there's just it being Real Madrid in the final. I, I, there's one I think brewing. There's a, obviously there's a bit of a Jordan Henderson one, but I think there's a little Andy Robbo one as well because and Chris mentioned this on the Cara podcast about how he's been getting himself into like more and more advanced positions. He actually scores at the weekend. I wonder if he's got an Alan Kennedy moment in him here because he's very much proud. He can't hit a fucking, can't hit a cow's ass with a bandage almost every week. Um, but it does. Maybe it's the post in the FA Cup final, a good Ex- position. Exactly. He had a couple at the weekend, obviously. Diaz helps that done as well. Diaz has been saying yesterday. Diaz has been in the room. I mean, don't know if he scored, he scored three goals this season. Like, don't over there. You know, oh, you know, God, but, yeah, no, but, no. But he has got, but he's been, he'd been close, like, tappings almost, per se. Yeah. And that but, goal, was that goal the other day? The least celebrated goal of all yeah, time, bless the fella. But for like, someone who doesn't score, like, he's he, he, he adored as well. So this season, he scored against Everton, Wolves, and Tottenham, and they've all been in the, like, 
right back, you know, a header from a yard out against Spurs, a little tappings uh, as well. So he's, it's there for him at the back post. You can see it happening. But there's stories, you know, again, like Trent's a kid when he plays Real Madrid last time and does really well. This time he's the, he's the best in the world in his position. Virgil van Dijk again, him coming back around again to be back on this stage. Andy Robbo doing something. Jordan Henderson, the skipper, said before. Sadio Mane is the man who and we like forget about it because everyone talks about Kiev like it was all about Salah getting injured Sadio Mane grabs our team and does everything in his power to try and get us into that get us back into that football match and it's never talked about or remembered so again he's got that Matip's got his where he missed it because Degsy Lovren has to play so Matip misses that one injury he's got a chance to redeem himself yeah, there's, a, there's a massive redemption story for Navigator here as well yep. no one's talking about it for the likes of this he's probably going to start he's hooked off at half time against Real Madrid last season it's not the first time he's really found his feet this season he gets into some great positions he's missed loads of them is this going to be the game where Naby goes full yes this is why we bought him he's going to cement his place in Liverpool right, history he's got, there is a wonderful like redemption story from last summer where let's just get rid of him he's done whatever and all of a sudden he's like no it's, he's nailed on he's a, he's a Liverpool Depending on Thiago, he's probably going to play, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. 50-50, as we know at the moment, on Thiago. Hopefully that gets closer. Hopefully those, those percentages way more towards him starting as we get closer and closer to kick-off time, but that's where we are at the moment. Um, right, uh, before we wrap up... Um, couple of things, yes, we've got the draft show, which is going to be over on Redmen Plus. Chris versus D, as mentioned earlier on, picking uh, a draft teams one after another from Liverpool <laughs> European Cup winning players who played in the finals um, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely one for the ages um, I should have had this teed up beforehand where did you put the link to the, re- the live show reviews was it in our was it in our group with the three of us no no it oh, was in the Redmen the actual Redmen group awesome I'll find that in a second um, but have we got a particular thought or feeling or strategy on the draft on the draft yeah, I've got my I know I know who my first pick is because I know who his is that's my. St- You're gonna pick Steven Gerrard first, and then I know I have to respond to that in a certain way. So yeah, I, I, I've already got a bit of statue. I was planning it last night. First of all, the list of players is outrageous. Just like, again, go back to it. It's unbelievable. It's, it's like you know being in a, in a sweet shop with as much money as you've got. You can just have anyone. It's, it's like being Man City in the transfer market. You come back, get, get whatever you want. I feel like that. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'll have a Phil Thompson in there, or a little a little and okay sound. Most Salah, I feel your boots. It's gonna be amazing. It's more fun than having to pick crap players for sure. Definitely. I had a little look this morning. I jotted mine down in about four minutes this morning. Didn't know what pick I was going to be, to be honest. Um, so I'm quite excited to, in the break, work out what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sad. Uh, right, Farley, thank you so much, everybody. Turn up to Redmen Live uh, with the Ragamuffins on oh, Saturday. Awesome. Absolutely the, the best, the best. Videos all over our, our socials and stuff. You can check it out. We'll be doing, our, we, we did our end of season awards <laughs> live on the stage. Hopefully that'll get pieced together and that'll be on Redmen Plus next week as well. But um, yeah, we have reviews. Um, we We've got one here from Ken Jones, and it's boss being a red. I'm knackered now, but we go again tomorrow. It's at an overall average rating of 98%. Thank you so much. An absolutely boss night. What a time to be a red. Great night of pure joy for any Reds fan. Awesome venue, an amazing night. Up the Reds. Had a bloody lovely time, says our very only uh, one and only Ben Kelly. Thank you so much for that, Ben. Absolutely loads of fun with great people. Incredible. It was a great evening. Um, overall rating five stars there from 
from Ross Mitchell. Just fucking brilliant as well. No, uh, no more to comment after five star review. Fucking boss that. Redmen are incredible fans who host this party and the whole place was bouncing. Ragamuffins are incredible too. I will definitely buy tickets for the next end of season party. Top class. Not our words, by the way. Words of people who were actually at the party. Oh, some of them are my words because I did review it. Oh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> looking boss night. Uh, uh, all the red men are legends, says Regan. Uh, thank you so much, Joe Comrade. A great time. Staff was wonderful. The Truly last epic one's really night. Good as well. The last uh, really Top notch pre match day celebration. Great night. Awesome night. Unbelievable night. Definitely worth the trip over from Ireland, says Matthew Mullen. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, there's you. Um, yeah, yeah, and Chris Page said, awesome, awesome event. event. Awesome friends. Um, yeah, you guys are. It was an awesome incredible. event. It was honestly mind blowing, like genuinely mind blowing that like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people turned up to watch us dick around and then watch the ragamuffins absolutely blow the roof off the place, which was which was great. I feel, I feel like they carried us a bit, the raggers, at times. Well, I, no, you lit. Well, apart from when you literally carried me, which I was did like a very impressive feat. Because he picked me up off the stage. I, I, my, my time had come. My time of your life moment arrived. Um, you, Patrick, swayzed me in a in, in a very in big way. I vaulted Ross. You vaulted off Ross. The stage, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because someone put uh, Scott put me on his shoulders, which is fair play to him, by the way. Fucking hell! And I was up there for a good thirty seconds, so fair play to him. Cause I'm a big old unit. And then I saw you weren't getting the love, so I went, well, I'll go and I went and carried you. I think maybe people were intimidated by it. You're very tall as well. so you're, I mean, it, I'm not someone you would think, I'm definitely going to carry him. Yeah. You know, no, at yeah. a glance. No, not the chance. I, but I yeah. did. Yeah. I did well as well, didn't I? Chris is one of the few people I've ever got on the shoulders of because he's got a very solid base. Same as me, yes. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm way down on the arse. So it's like, I've got like a good a good solid structure. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Good foundations. It? Yeah, literally, have like a yeah. good house. <laughs> right, amazing. Uh, yeah, loads more to come from us. I say, do come and check out the draft show. Do come and check out that Jamie Carragher show as well. Both of them will be available and are available uh, in, in podcast form as well. So if you're just listening to this and you want more podcasts than you, because we discover that from the show at the weekend, there's people who just literally consume this in audio. They've never seen our faces before. It's so they heard us and went, oh, well, we'll go and check out their live show. And they, were, like, they had no idea what we look like, which is mad. So Genuinely bizarre. mad. People recognise us from our voices. Uh, so, yeah, we've got loads of podcast content. For My Phil guys. Thompson thing will be in podcast as well. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, if you want to find out more about Paris 81 from the guy who captained the Mighty Reds the last time we beat Real Madrid in a European Cup final in Paris, uh, then do go and check that out. Go to redmenplus.com. Sign up. Two tiers there. Uh, one, get you all the content. If you want to get okay. out in our club legend Discord chat, you can join that, 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 that legend here as well but uh, gents absolutely phenomenal this is our last for me and Chris this is our last countdown to uh, the Real, to Real Madrid game before we head off I believe you're doing Wednesday the build up show. show is it Wednesday Thursday yeah so yeah, so then but you'll be doing stuff in part. You'll be on the. You'll be, oh yeah, well, yeah. There'll, there'll be shows coming up to the point. The this is our last. This is our last big countdown studio show before we go. So yeah, me and Chris heading to Paris on Thursday. Uh, do if you do see us around about, come and say hello. Or if you recognise their voices, because you never. <laughs> 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 so, I'm the lad who walks down the street doing ASMR. Chris is six foot four, <laughs> built like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> fancy going in there for a sandwich. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. We we'll check us out at the local boulangerie. Uh, we'll see you all there. <laughs> 
Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.